Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Let's touch the chase. We know social media. And we're here to answer your questions about it. Think of us as your social media dolly doctor. Your go-to gals. Your secret weapon. Let's get to it. Hello, we are Social Cut and this is our podcast where we answer your social media questions. We help small businesses and the digitally curious to tackle social media challenges. I'm Paula Arruja and I'm an account manager at Social Cut. And I'm here with our wonderful guest, Janet Camilleri. Hello, how are you, Paula? Hey, I'm all right. I just realized, as I said, your surname that I didn't actually ask you how to pronounce it before we started. So I had a moment of, oh, whoops. You did very well. You did oh, very thank well. You. My own mother could never get the surname right. And I swear till the day she died, she thought it was Calamari. So <laughs> you did very well. Oh, thank you. How, how do you pronounce your surname? Camillary. But ah. I'm told in France they pronounce it Camillary. So take ah. your pick. Okay. Well, uh, we will start a poll in the stories when we release this podcast. Vote on what you think Janet's surname should be. <laughs> um, can, you introduce, <laughs> can you introduce yourself for the lovely listeners? Yeah, sure thing. My name is Janet Camillary. Um, I'm the founder of Front Page Web Writing, which is a boutique agency specialising in search engine optimization, which is a hell of a mouthful. So we shorten that to <laughs> SEO. And when you're saying it numerous times a day, it's SEO. And mm. basically what SEO is, is, the so- is um, ways of making sure that your website gets found on the internet. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like... Um... Like, like hashtags, but for websites instead of social media? Exactly. Right. So you get found in the Google, particularly Google search engine results. Oh, okay. That's very cool. So, Janet, what is the weirdest slash best thing you've seen on the internet this week? Okay. I don't know that it's weird, but it certainly tickled my fancy. And I've used it a few times since. And it was actually on the social cut. Um, I think it's, you guys have a Mimi Monday. Mimi. Yeah. Mimi Monday. My kids always pay out on me. Don't say Mimi, Mum. <laughs> but it's, well, just, it's kind mean, of a silly thing we, we say. Mm. I know it's a meme, but it just rolls off the tongue so easily. It does. Well, I mean, look, technically I think that you would be correct in the pronunciation because meme comes from the Greek word mimesis, which means to uh-huh. like, it's like, um, it's like an echo, but like a referential echo. So, oh, I love it. I love mm. Greek and Latin roots. I'm one of those grammar nerds. Heck yeah. Well, there you go. So I reckon mimesis, mimi, I think it's, I think it works out. But anyway, what, what was this meme that you saw? Um, it was on the social cut account and it was the one that said um, instead of lol and ruffle or ruffle mayo, mm. um, what it should be really what we mostly do is salts, which is smile a little then stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw that one. 
found myself trotting that out a couple of times this week. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is exactly what happens. Like, it's not, it's never actually laughing out loud. Like, the, the most I think uh, I do, oh no, sometimes I do. Yes. But most of the time, it's just like exhaling really loudly through your nose. <laughs> um i'm trying to think what the best thing oh the the meme i think it was also in this meme monday that we keep saying in the office this week is um you know i really really love potatoes you could even you could say i was a potato as it were oh (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's been mine Um, well, thank you so much for your time today, Janet. We got you in because we have a question from our listener, Brody, who asks, how can I make my website work for me? And we thought there is no one better to talk to about this than you. So can you talk us through some suggestions that we can give any small business owners or entrepreneurs out there who probably have like limited resources in terms of time, um, money, and, and possibly skills. I mean, it, it really depends on where they're at and what their business is. But I know that like social media, SEO is like its whole own world. So, it is. It yeah. is. The further I get into it, the more I learn that, I, that there is to learn. So, mm. um, yes. Um, the good thing is, it, like any skill, it can be learned. And um, look, probably... Just to give a very brief overview of SEO, I like to think of it as stool with three legs, so like your milk, traditional milking stool. And you can have any one of the three, but for best results and to keep it really stable, you need all three. Um, and those three things are technically making sure your website works and that it loads quickly and a whole heap of stuff like that. The second thing is what you do on your website And there's certain ways you can make every element of your website work harder from the words that you choose to the URLs that you choose. Um, And the third thing is something called off-site optimization. And basically, that's building backlinks. So getting other websites to give a link back to yours. And in a way, Google's a bit like a popularity contest almost. Um, When it sees... (laughs) more websites linking back to yours, it sits up and pays attention and goes, oh, this website must be worth checking out or listing highly in our search engine results. So um, yeah, it's quite complex. um, And obviously that's a very brief overview, but my number one hot SEO tip, you heard it here, people. (laughs) If nothing else, build your backlinks. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit through that third part of the stool there. That is backlinks and that's making sure that other websites link back to you. So in terms of creating backlinks, Janet, um, I know that we can create backlinks when you have a social media profile and you link your website in your bio. Um, yeah. Some creative ways that you know we um, suggest to clients in terms of doing backlinks is writing blog articles and creating those articles as guest ones on other sites. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like Source Bottle is, um, I, I think that we should really get an endorsement from them for the amount of times that we mention them on the podcast. Um, was there <laughs> I subscribed to Source Bottle. <laughs> yes, love Source Bottle. Um, was there anything else that you would suggest? Like how else can we get our website link out into the world on other websites so people click from there to ours. Okay. There's 
so many ways, but I'll give you some of the best ones. Mm-hmm. Being on podcasts. Oh, this hey! Great. <laughs> <laughs> because usually the guest, uh, the, the host, will have a little spiel about the guest and, hello, include a link back to their website. So yeah. podcasts are great. Um, other ways, I suggest Googling um, free internet directories. Look them up and list your business or your website on them. And when you Google it, there is literally thousands, millions out there. Um, Perhaps some people might have heard of some of the more common ones. Some of them are like review sites. So they might have heard of um, True Local or Yelp or WOMO, which is short for word of mouth, Um, review sites like that. So find them list your business and your website on there and that is a great way to build your backlinks not all of these sites are equal some are better than others but as that's a great place to start if you've got a website and you're thinking look nobody's finding it that's a great way to get the word out okay so um something like if it's a bricks and mortar store going on true local or Mm -hmm. creating a google profile for that location yes absolutely yep right and, and it doesn't then, matter if, if you're not a bricks and mortar store, it's still possible. Um, yeah, a lot of businesses are a little bit shy of it because they might be uh, based at home and they don't want to put their home address all over the internet. Mm. It can be slightly more challenging, but it's still possible. Okay. Well, what would, what would your top suggestion be for non-bricks and mortar stores? So, for instance, yourself, you run an online business and while you do run it, um, you know, from... A, a very beautiful home office um <laughs> you know like largely all of your stuff is done remotely so there's no real need to note an address down mm-hmm. what would you suggest for fellow um, professional service providers and people who work remotely like yourself yep um first place to start is to get yourself a google my business listing if you don't already have one and i do find a lot of home-based businesses shy away from it because they're like i don't want to i don't want my home address all over the internet Mm. you do have to put your physical address in because google will not accept a post office box um, and they will send you a letter to verify that you are where you say you are but it doesn't have to be published. You can There's a box you can click or unclick um, and that keeps your address private. So that would be mm. the first place I'd start. Then with other listings, consistency of your address is really important. Uh, Google sees that as, as a ranking signal um, when they're considering which sites to put up highly in search engine results. So pick an address whether I know some people pick the address of their local post office. So not a post box as such, but just say your your local post office is on Smith Street, Toowoomba. You put, well, 91 Smith Street, Toowoomba. You put that as your address on everything. So it's consistent. For myself, um, when a listing requires an address, I live in Cleveland. Um, I'm close to a major road called Shaw Street West. And so my address across the internet is Shaw Street West Cleveland. It's not my actual physical location, but it sort of gets around that. I don't want to reveal exactly where I am, um, but it gives the consistency that Google is looking for. So there are ways. (laughs) Good. So there's still still ways to be semi-anonymous on the internet. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that's really possible, but yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. 
All right, so we've addressed that third leg of the stool. So now we mentioned the first two. The first one you mentioned was uh, making sure that the website loaded quickly. As yes. far as I'm aware, is that is that easy to do as like a, a non-developer? Um, yes and no. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, look, it, you can do it. Depends how savvy you are with getting behind the scenes of your website. Um, it is a really important thing. There's sort of uh, to Google to look, speed up your website when it's loading because we all know people don't hang around. It's got to load in less than three seconds or chances are they'll click away. The main things I recommend to people is um, look at your images. Images can take forever to load. Um, so compress them before you upload them to your website. Uh, if you're on WordPress, there are a couple of really great plugins that can smoosh all your images <laughs> once they're on the website. In fact, one of them is called WP Smoosh. That's S-M-U-S-H. Um, the one I like is called Imagify, um, and that really helps with uh, that. I also recommend that you get your website hosted, if possible, in the country where your target audience is because that's going to make it quicker as well. So there's lots of different things that can be done. Uh, if in doubt, definitely talk to your web host, your web developer. Um, but there are things you can do behind the scenes to make things run a little bit more quickly without having to be an absolute tech head. Oh, excellent. Well, that point about making sure that your images are the correct size actually reminds me of a hot tip that I got from your online workshop. I think it was, gosh, it was earlier this month. It just feels like so long ago. <laughs> oh, um, something that blew my mind was that you can change the file name of the image before you upload it to include some of your keywords, and yes. then that will help with your SEO ranking. Yes, that's yeah. right. So yeah. now that kind of leads us into, I think, the, the second and final now leg of this stool, which is um, using keywords in order to optimize your ranking on Google. Now, I know that I was certainly intimidated when I first kind of learned about this concept, but you really broke it down so well in your workshop and it was much less scary. <laughs> um, I wondered if you could give our listeners a little overview in terms of what um, SEO keywords are, how they can use them, and then uh, just some quick tips such as the um, changing the file name of the image before you upload it. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, keywords. It sounds scary. It's really not. Um, the, big, the biggest surprise I got when I first stumbled into SEO about 10 years ago was that a keyword is not one word. I, uh, that blew my mind. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's actually a phrase. And what it is, it's, it's a search term. It might be another word you could use interchangeably. And it's what people say or what they type into their computer or laptop when they're looking for something online. It's as simple as that. So um, often, you know, we might say if you've got Google, um, you're using your voice search, you might go, Google, where's the nearest hairdresser or pizza Brisbane or things like that. So you think about what your customers might be looking for when they're trying to find your, your business, your products or your services online. Excellent. And now around that, I suppose, could you give us a bit in could you give us a bit of information for our listeners on how would we incorporate them so 
For example, I know you said that blogs are useful for creating those keywords and then bringing those phrases to your website. But mm-hmm. am I am I rem- remembering correctly you when you are. said that? Um, ten out of ten. Well. <laughs> oh, thank you. And um and is headings for some reason I keep thinking that the headings on pages and then the subheadings in blogs are also important for those phrases. Am Absolutely. I remembering correctly. You are. Wow, I'm really glad to know that my teaching sticks. <laughs> yeah, you're a great teacher. Thank you. Well, you know, I started as a primary teacher many, many moons ago. So, shh, don't tell anyone. We'll keep it between us. <laughs> um, so, where were we again? Oh, yes, where to use our keywords. Um, once you know what, what they are and what you want to target, there are so many places you can put them on your website. Um, start off with the URL of the blog post or even if you're absolutely starting a business right from scratch and you haven't even got a website or a URL yet, great. Find your main keyword and stick that in your, your URL. Um, in, a, a, in a perfect world... Um, oh, sorry to interrupt, Janet. What's a URL for anyone who doesn't know? Oh, okay. I can't sorry. remember what that... You're right. <laughs> I can't remember what the exact URL stands for, the actual, which I think they're meaningless anyway, but it's basically the web address. So if you wanted to find my website, my website is frontpageweb.com. So that's my URL, domain name is another oh, okay. word that might be used interchangeably. So that's in a, in a perfect world, if I was to pick my business name and my URL now, I would probably change that. I would try somehow to get SEO in there. So you live and you learn, even people that are in the industry like me. But all is not lost if your uh, domain name does not have a keyword in it because you can certainly put that in with blog posts and other pages as you develop your website and write more content for it. Oh, perfect. Um, I'm just trying to think if there are any other last tips and tricks that we can give our listeners with regards to SEO because we've gone through those three um, legs of the stool that you mentioned and we've talked about some quick ways that they can build it themselves with you know minimal um, experience or uh, developer knowledge. Um, I've got a hot tip here. Oh. This is a bonus tip I give people. Have you ever Googled yourself? Google yourself or Google your business name? Mm-hmm. And see what comes up. Hopefully, it'll be nice mentions. <laughs> <laughs> but often, pe- you might find that people have mentioned you online, um, but they haven't linked back to you, back to your website. So it's simply a matter of just reaching out, getting in touch with them, and saying, "Hey, thanks for saying that you loved my product, or or that you said this about my website. Would you mind terribly linking to it?" And along the same line, set up a Google alert your name and your business name and that way anytime somebody posts about you you get told about it which is always nice to know about but it's also again an opportunity for you to reach out and make sure that there's a link included back to your website oh perfect building those all important backlinks so making sure that every time you're mentioned in a facebook post in a blog post in an article online i mean it's, I suppose it's not as useful if you are mentioned in a, a newspaper article that's then gone to print unless you have a QR code that people can scan. But, you know, still having oh, your website now, name there. Now you're getting beyond me. QR code <laughs> in my head in. I was like, what? <laughs> I, for the longest time, 
Um, I, oh, I think I was um, in uni when I finally realized that all you needed to do was just take out your phone camera. For some reason, I thought that you had to have an app. Oh, to, like, are you scan serious? Them. There yeah. you go. I no, just for sure. back then. I've got the app. I didn't know. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I I was yeah. Um well thank you so much for your time today, Janet, and, and thank you for sharing your knowledge with our wonderful listeners. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Because I mean, I am all for any listeners who have questions about SEO reaching out to you and I mean, if they have the, the money to um, contact you for services, I'd certainly endorse you, everyone on the team at Social Cut would. Um, but I suppose you've also got um, some introductory workshops and a really great newsletter that people can sign up to. And that would mean that, you know, if you as a listener are a little bit short on cash or on time, Janet has got some amazing resources that don't take that much time to read and are certainly worth um, worth trading off your email for. Yes. So it's simply a matter of visiting the website frontpageweb.com and you should easily be able to find where you can sign up for the newsletter or download. I have a free 10-page guide that you can download that just gives you the basics in S. And I also have a Facebook group, which is called Link Building for Aussie Small Business. Ooh. And the idea is that business owners um, that can't afford to outsource their SEO or that want to do it themselves, they can join and I share tips to educate them in SEO. And also I'm encouraging the members to talk to each other and say, hey, I'd really like this post on my website to rank well in Google, would anybody be able to link to it? So it's about building those connections and building those links. And I aim for it to be a very safe space. I've had a lot of requests from um, Indian, every nationality you can think of, marketers wanting to join. Um, I've also had um, some rather superior people in the industry join and then get a little bit heavy handed, shall we say. And yeah, my group, my rules, and I want it to be a safe space. I want people to be able to go there, ask their SEO questions and not feel stupid because we all have to start somewhere. And yeah, best way to do that, it's an encouraging environment and we work together because just like in real life, when we work together, we're stronger. So if my business is growing and doing well and my URL, my website is doing well in search engine results and you're linking to it and vice versa, everybody gets boosted. So I really love that, that um, we can help each other. Oh, that's so wonderful, Janet, that you've created this beautiful community. So um, if people wanted to join that group, all they have to do is send a request to the group. What was it? Um, Australian small business owners. Link building for Aussie small business. But if you jump on the front page web writing Facebook page, you should find the link there. Fantastic. And then you can do some networking and you can build your backlinks at the same time, as well as getting really valuable and lovely, authentic advice. And you won't be looked down upon for asking what you might feel is a silly question. So I think that that's really beautiful, Janet. Thank you for being such a light in this world. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Obviously, I could talk about this until the cows come home. So, you know, it's good fun. I love what I do. 
Oh, I'm so pleased, Janet. And thank you once again for your time today. Um, and thank you, of course, for listening. If you have a social media problem, we'd love to help. Send us your question through the portal on our website and Instagram. Thanks to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the podcast and to you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast because it helps other people find us. Until next time, take care. Bye. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.